Thornton and I am one of your hosts and I am always joined by the ever reliable ever mm. stupendous Ooh. Mr. Stephen Woods what is up LT man <laughs> something we've been waiting for and waiting for happened today I cannot wait to get your thoughts oh my gosh it it's insane like they they pretty much waited until what feels like the last minute to drop it, the but we'll get into part that. of your knowledge is what I what I crave here. So <laughs> I don't think you're going to shortchange me either. I can't okay, remember. okay, yeah. There's a lot to dissect, but um, yeah. So let me give you guys uh, our mission statement. So it is our mission on the Nerd Smash Talkcast to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, uh, whether that involves movies, TV, video games. Comic books, science, D&D, anime, wrestling, whatever, we will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as intimidating or as wrong or whatever as you think that it is. And we'll get into that. <laughs> and we like that stuff. Oh, yeah. We like it. We do. We do. Uh, yeah. And like Steve mentioned earlier, we have so much to cover on today's episode. So just to give you guys an idea of what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we are going to <laughs> talk about the finalization of the Discovery WB merger and what that possibly me- means for DC movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get out and see this movie that I've seen everyone buzzing about called Everything Everywhere All at Once. So we're going to touch base on that a little bit. Definitely. Uh, we got thoughts there. Oh, yeah. We got some news on Star Wars Visions. Uh, As we mentioned before, we also got the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. We are going to talk about that. Yes. Yes. But before we get into all of that, uh, it's kind of sort of what's hot in the streets, our our Mm -hmm. always recurring segment. We got a... uh, Well... I mean, this has been pretty much coming for a while, but uh, we got notification that the Batman is now streaming on HBO Max. Something in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching it over and over again. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to having a more intimate experience with it at home because it feels, even though it's very cinematic, it feels like a very intimate type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I was thinking I would maybe try to crack into it sometime tonight, but who knows? That's a that's a 
That's a long one, bro. <laughs> yeah. My, kid, my kids haven't seen it yet. And uh, oh. he does my wife. And we were all going to sit down and watch it. But it's not going to be tonight. Yeah, I already saw on Twitter somebody noticed like a little scene uh, where they yeah, pointed out that. the Riddler. Yeah, don't talk about it because it, it's technically yeah. a spoiler. But um, yeah, I, I, I look forward to it. Um, yeah. And I hope that nifty little scene that they released that deleted scene is somehow inserted somewhere oh yeah love it i i would i would hope that's like a make good like ah, oh, we we should have kept that in guys <laughs> something in, in the way, the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez can you just All randomly right. like jump into that song at various points throughout the show <laughs> That's how it goes in my head. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I also wow, need to dude. say that I watched uh, Sonic 2 again I at heard, the drive-in. Yeah. Just as fantastic the second time. Damn it. I have, I didn't go out anywhere <laughs> this weekend, man. Yeah. I uh, wasn't going to, but then... Um, so I saw it last week with my son, mm-hmm. and... Man, he's been begging me to watch it again. Oh, man. He's like, Sonic Hedgehog Movie 2. Go see Sonic Hedgehog Movie 2. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't know if we're going to go to like a Friday or a Saturday night or afternoon. And then I'm like, wait a second. Mm. The drive-in. Open. Yeah. And he's under four, so he's oh, free. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, bro. Packed up some snacks, hopped in the old vehicle, and uh, it was a good time. Just still a good movie. That's all right. That's all right. Still, still a good movie. Thought it was gonna rain and ruin my movie experience for a second, but it ended up being. Did uh, it do well again this weekend? I would imagine it did. Uh, I think it pulled in another. I want to say what thirty million. (laughs) Which you had no business getting in the first place. Other than no, it absolutely has. Well, I'm just saying, that. like, it's it's just crazy that the Sonic movie, you, you have to think back, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later, mm-hmm. you have to think about, about what the fandom did in the very beginning. You know what? I just watched this kind of mini documentary on YouTube about the life of this movie, and I guess this script goes back to, like, 94, like, that's how long this mm. project was in development. And then they, you know, they released this movie. Remember, I I went back and rewatched the original trailer for that first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Did you? And you remember it comes on and he's kind of doing that light side to side step and you hear Gangsta's Paradise like, ah! <laughs> Was he getting ready to run or something like that? Yeah. yeah. And then he, he takes a step and you see his weird... Like goblin face, and you're like, (laughs) and then the scene in the garage happens, and you see all his teeth. (laughs) I forgot about his teeth. Oh, dude, his weird human teeth and his Mm. his weird like lanky body. And then I realized when I was watching that trailer, like, I mean, it definitely is a lot of the same movie, just Mm -hmm. 
with this weird blue goblin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. And, like, how it was... The documentary went into just kind of how revolutionary it was that this trailer... Like, they, the studio saw this trailer, and instead of, like, bucking against it or being like, oh, we'll get your money no matter what. Like, they go in and they change it. Yeah. They gamble on that, and they earn so much goodwill from from the fans for this movie that it does great at the box office. They've clearly retained that goodwill, because look at how the excitement is for this next side of the Hedgehog movie. And I look at something like Super Mario in comparison, it's just like... <laughs> that's still coming for us the internet is I'm t- if that trailer hits and then we hear mario with chris pratt voice and the internet is just like we will not have it and they make the campaign to change it like they did for sonic i wonder yeah. if like illumination and dreamworks or whoever like is is nah. running that <laughs> this is just like no nah. this is our mark yeah, you got to see the story first to see how this Chris Pratt Mario voice works out. <laughs> and it's going to be like Lego movie. It's going to be that same. <laughs> so I wonder Chris Pratt doing Chris I, Pratt. I wonder if he starts talking like regular Mario and at some point he gets like hit on the head and he goes, oh man, I'm Chris Pratt now. That's wild. <laughs> Instead of like he starts the movie. Oh, oh it's a me. It's a Mario. <laughs> I certainly hope not. And then after that, he goes, it's me. It's a Mario, dude. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. He's got to keep saying it's a me, right? Because it's not like his personality changed. It's... But he's like, from it's Brooklyn. me. He's from Brooklyn? Mario? Is he? Yeah. It's... Mario's not from Brooklyn. What are you talking yeah, about? Look it up. Look it up. Bro- hold up. Look it up. Because <laughs> why is he an Italian plumber, but he's from Brooklyn? I mean, you could be Italian and be from Brooklyn. It's the actual hometown to where Mario and Luigi were born? Yeah. It's He lives in Brooklyn? Obviously, Chris Pratt. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not just the movie synopsis. That's (laughs) that's literally like Nintendo made Mario from Brooklyn. (laughs) That's the funniest thing ever. gosh oh man so like i wonder what period when is his birthday like what (laughs) (laughs) his birthday (laughs) i'm just trying to figure out when when in time mario would have been born and grew up and raised in brooklyn New York. well we know it's march 10th (laughs) 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 all right so let's assume what? <laughs> M- Mar- Mario's are perpetually what? 
We'll say he's 30. He looks 30. Oh, wait a second. What? There's an actual birthday here. Birthday? Yeah. Okay. It is March 27th, 1965. 1965? Hold up. Mario is... (laughs) This is where my bad math comes in. What does that make him? Oh, see, now I'm seeing one that says October 11th. <laughs> let's go off of 1965. So... <laughs> let's let's let for for exercise sake. Let's let's say is <laughs> let, let's say he was born in 1965. So this this tells me that Mario was born May 27th, 1965, but his uh-huh. official age is 24 to 25 years old. 25. Because Mario looks like a 30. Sense. Mario looks like a 30 year old yeah. man. Minimum, yeah. right? That little Minimum. gut, that little gut, yeah. He, you know, he looks like a yeah. But so let's say that he was born in 1965, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's baby Mario in 1965. So that would make him what? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah. So he's fifty-seven years old. Could you imagine Mario and his life experiences growing up in the? late 60s to early 70s in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> like he was the, born and raised. <laughs> the height of, what, the civil rights movement? and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right then. <laughs> right in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, man. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Okay. I was not expecting that to be so entertaining, but here we are. Oh, gosh. My head actually hurts now. I laughed way too hard at that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It takes Mario eating mushrooms to a whole different level. (laughs) It really does. And then somehow he gets transported to, what, Peach and Bowser's world with his brother. Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) okay we gotta let this thing go that's just a wild fact (laughs) you just bombarded me with wild facts today Mario was 57 years old okay Uh, (laughs) so (laughs) what were we talking about movies the, the movies the Batman yes well, let's just go ahead and jump into our first topic then, because I don't know how to recover from the last one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, out of nowhere, uh, Marvel dropped uh, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer on us today. Wow. Uh, and as of recording this, uh, it is Monday, so um, this episode will still drop on like uh, likely Wednesday morning, so... It'll probably have been a couple of days for you guys, but this is brand new, fresh for us. So, right. Uh, I mean, before I start uh, losing my ever ever loving nerdy mind, uh, Steve, what were your thoughts on this trailer? It's beautiful, fitting. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Everything. I guess I. It really was everything that I expected. I didn't see any surprises, but that's because I never got into. Thor that deep. Mm. And that's why I want to hear what you thought 
because I don't think that anything in that trailer was an accident. Nothing in that trailer was an accident. Everything was yeah. on purpose. Yeah. What you saw, when you saw it, what people were wearing. Whoa. Um, yeah. Uh, all of it feels very deliberate. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, this trailer was insane. Uh, and it's only, what, like a minute 30? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to show us anything else. They didn't even show us Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale in this movie. They didn't show anything that would be considered a bad guy or the main baddie or anything like that. No. They but didn't get into the conflict, other than oh, internally. They teased the conflict, though. There's that comic book accurate scene where... um the the one god which is like a giant it's like the size of a mountain uh a giant laying, dinosaur looking god yeah, uh, yeah is laying there dead mm. and in the comic that's lifted straight from the comics and in the comics that was like part of almost gore's, scene for scene right like yeah it's part of gore's like butchering path to uh just murdering all the gods also uh we get the the part in the trailer where we're clearly on Mount Mount Olympus and we see Zeus mm-hmm. holding the giant lightning bolt. Incredible, <laughs> love and thunder. So, yeah. are we going to get Hercules out of this? I really, really hope we do at some point. Uh, if only because I want that cool story, bro. Meme to be. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Taika will pull off that a cool story, bro. <laughs> but uh more importantly i think gore is gonna show up and he's gonna murder the heck out of zeus you know who's playing zeus Mm. too right uh i think i knew it one time who is it russell crowe russell crowe gotcha Mm. which that works yeah yeah great zeus that works um that's not who i I thought so i was wrong okay i love that (laughs) yeah Uh, I think Gore's going to show up. He's going to, uh, oh, here he goes murdering again. Just, just murdering Mm. away. (laughs) Murdering deities. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think it's going to be dope. Uh, now we saw Valkyrie in a business suit. Why? Yeah. Uh, so as we know, Valkyrie is the remaining king of new Asgard. We saw a shot of New Asgard that has like cruise ships and it's got like, uh, you know, tourist attractions. It looks like it's got some gold plating or something coming up. And if you look just to the right of Valkyrie, uh, while she's sitting in the chair, you can see Meek in a bu- in a business suit. <laughs> wow. Uh, I hope he still has his knife, knife, knife hands, knife arms, <laughs> but um, yeah, it seems like she's just kind of bored with the day to day of having to run new Asgard. She's ready for mm. some action, which is also, I think the reason why they have all these touristy stuff kind of happening because they're on earth. If, if everybody doesn't remember uh-huh. new Asgard is on earth. And it's like Scottish Isles. That's kind of what it looked like to me, right? Or like uh, a New England area. 
It's in, um, no, it's not in New England. So it's in Tonsberg. Uh, oh, what is that? That's not Austria. That's Norway. Norway. Pretty sure gotcha. that's in Norway. Yeah, Tonsberg, Norway. Yeah. So it's in Tonsberg, Norway, which, you know, call back to, uh, you know, that was where uh, the flashback sequence happened in the first Thor movie. That's where the Red Skull found the Tesseract in Captain America First Avenger. Um, and that's also where uh, the hammer, w- when Thor confronted Hela, uh, the hammer broke uh, into, you know, pieces. They were in Tonsberg. So not too far from there is where the pieces, the remnants of Thor's hammer are. And I believe Jane Foster is going to show up. Maybe the hammer's calling to her, or maybe she's just visiting the Thor site. And she goes to see the hammer, and it reforms and makes her the mighty Thor. So, because we get that tease at the end of this trailer. Um, Looks great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we also get the original... You know, Fat Thor looks like he's doing his <laughs> his CrossFit, his, his CrossFit <laughs> right to get back in proper Thor shape. Uh, I love that he's wearing a trucker hat, and it yes. looks like he scratched in the word "strongest." But the the hat says "The Avengers," and it looks like he wrote with like a strongest. marker the word "strongest." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, God, what else was in here? Uh, we get the cool, like, Thunderstrike-looking Thor outfit with, like, the mm-hmm. the T-shirt that looks like it has Yggdrasil on it with the, uh, the, the sleeveless leather vest. Uh, by the way, I think that vest might have come from Star-Lord's closet. <laughs> he might have just been like, I'm... I I'm, think it looks like it. <laughs> I'm lifting this, yeah. Um, looks like Star-Lord is rocking the same general facial hair that he's going to have when he's in... Uh, what is it? Guardians Galaxy Three, because he did like a recent Instagram post while he's filming that now, and that looks like they have the same kind of facial hair there. So, um, man, I'm I'm trying to think what else kind of stood out. Yeah, me too. Just so much. Uh, the entire trailer looks like it deserves to be on the side of a of a van. <laughs> It does. <laughs> it really does. Especially that cruise ship. I was like, that thing is awesome. Yeah. Or I can't uh, tell if that's a cruise ship or if that's like one of like that's how he's gonna be getting around. Yeah. It looked like he was using uh Stormbreaker as uh for the Bifrost. Yeah, it just looks great. There's uh the the long ship that's pulled by the goats that they're traveling yes. with. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. Awesome. Uh we also see his uh like really bright blue and gold armor uh mm. at some point, which it just looks sick. I don't know. Um uh, they told us a lot, but it didn't tell us a lot, and I don't think it needs to give us anything else, but we're probably gonna get a full trailer in like a month. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would say probably a few weeks after Doctor Strange is out. Oh, you think after? Yeah. I would probably say a few weeks after. Because then, what, it's May, let's say end of May, right? Uh, That just gives them June and July. 
No, wait. July what? 9th, man. July 9th. Yeah, yeah. It just gives them June to promote it, which, cool, you know? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't need five trailers. Just give me the... This one. One more if you really, really, really want more. to. Yeah. We'll I get mean, one it, more. At what point? At what point do we stop making numerous trailers for Marvel movies? Because why even bother? We'll, so here's why we'll get one more because this is a great teaser. Told us nothing about the villain. I think the the next trailer is going to be villain focused on Gore. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, you, you gotta, it does have Christian Bale in the movie. You got to put him in the trailer. <sighs> Not just that, but you know Christian Bale is just going to go high intense. <coughs> I'm still coughing from laughing at that Mario's from Brooklyn. That's Mario. <laughs> really haven't recovered from that. Um, yeah, so obviously looks like a good time. And I'm down for some Thor Love and Thunder. After we get, this is going to be a heck of a year for Marvel, man. Gosh, and there's still so much, too. Yeah. Moon Knight is doing some pretty neat things. I can't wait to uh, talk about it, man. Because you don't understand, I'm going into Moon Knight with no knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Yeah, the last episode really... Uh, I, I was excited about the, the, the development. I was like, ooh, here we go. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm digging Moon Knight. We're getting Doctor Strange. That looks like it's going to be insane. They won't even... Yeah. They're not even going to screen Doctor Strange for the press. Wow. For good reasons this time. They want to, quote, hold the surprises. That's nuts. That's legit nuts. Um... Uh, this is yeah. the time of year when they release the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I just think this is going to be a much larger scale than what we're thinking about a direct sequel. Necessarily like a direct sequel to the first Doctor Strange movie. I just feel like it's going to encompass a lot here. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm so looking I, forward. Did you get your tickets for that yet? Nah. Yeah, I'll wait it out. I don't need to. If I got tickets place, for you, going to your spot. If I got yeah, yeah, and if I got tickets the day of for Spider Man No Way Home, yeah. I think I'll be fine yeah. with Doctor Strange. That's yeah. not a slight against Doctor Strange. That's just a reality of the two franchises. Right. <laughs> right. Especially with the expectations that that movie had. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this one. I just, you know, I've been talking about uh, WandaVision so much. I just want to see where that takes us. And then that latest trailer where she got her kids and we called it from the beginning. Like, we said in that review, she going to get them kids. Yeah. Well, and I was having a debate with somebody because I was like, man, Wanda might be the villain of that movie, of this movie. And they're like, oh, no, I would hate that. And I'm like, look. It, first of all, it'd be a hell of a sympathetic villain. All right, who's not going to sympathize with a mother trying to re- reunite with her kids, right? Mm-hmm. Even though she kind of made them up, but uh, <laughs> 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 there's oh man, 
There's a lot there, going on in that yeah. in that last trailer too. Yeah. Um, and they still haven't told us definitively. Like Doctor Strange is interesting because we don't know who the villain of that is yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're so interesting for playing it that way. I don't yeah, I don't really know how don't. this movie I didn't think is, about that. We really don't. This movie's only two hours and six minutes long. How? How? I I don't know. I do not know. But speaking of uh, things that are not long enough, uh, Star Wars Visions Mm. (laughs) Uh, decided it's coming back for a season two. And that season two is coming out this year. It really is the best thing that's happened to Star Wars lately. <laughs> I was going to say, are you putting uh, it above Rogue One? Lately. Okay. I mean, because it's not... It's not part of canon, but it has some really great ideas that I wish that someone in the right chair would capitalize on. Okay. That's 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 what I want, you know. Not taking anything away from everything in the past, but moving forward, we got to rethink some things. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I'm so, just saying. Like, it, it. Are we really going to do another one with <clears throat> just, without any of these ideas when it's all there yeah. for you? Yeah. So this is interesting. I was listening to uh, a wrestler, uh, Cody Rhodes, who's the son of Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to him talk today. And he's a big Star Wars guy. And he said uh, Rogue One is his least favorite movie um, because he doesn't like that Star Wars has to go into like dark stories or murder or things like that. That he prefers that it stays like light and airy and like you don't really have to like criticize. He said his favorite thing or not, not favorite, but that he loves Book of Boba Fett for what it is. And that, you know, um, he doesn't, he wants to stay away from some of the darker, more mature stories. Or heavier. Of Star Wars, yeah. So, I just wanted to, I, I just, this literally just came into my mind. How do you feel about that? Uh, and, and I'm sure there's room for other Star Wars fans' opinions, but sure. you know, so point made by him. Okay, I can I see I see that I see that as a thing. I mean, growing up, there were a lot of more airy, more kid friendly things that didn't get too serious, like uh, Ewoks and droids animated show, you know, and that original trilogy was all we had at the time, right? So it mm-hmm. didn't, it, it just had to be what it was. Darker or not, however you see it, uh, especially, you know, different segments of the, it was all packaged well, and it, it served kids, and it served that single-serving thing that lasted forever, you know? So I get his point, but mm-hmm. as I get older, I want to see some more serious tones. You know, I really liked Ronan. I think that watching that over and over again has really uh, pointed me in a direction of, like, the High Republic and what that would mean 
because that's kind of where that came from, right? That yeah, that samurai story, and I, I just, I just feel like it would. Moving forward, I want to see some stories like that. But yeah. there were some lighter ones there too. In visions that that I could see, you know, oh. progressing. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. He turned yeah. his lightsaber into a microphone, dude. <laughs> like that's it. And I was so happy about it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean there's uh, I can see both sides. I really can. And I you know, I love it all, but <clears throat> I think for that main canon, I really want to see some some better storytelling that we've got recently. Yeah. I don't think there's um anything wrong with demanding better storytelling. Or or saying that's what you want, that's what you want to see. I feel like, uh, and the same thing is kind of true of wrestling sometimes, where the you know people will tell you, well, this is just what it is now, and you have to be satisfied with it because you know these people are doing a lot of work to entertain you, and you should appreciate that. And I, I do appreciate that, but that doesn't mean I want I don't want to see better stories. Uh, it's the same thing I've always told you for years. I, I used to tell Steve all the time cause he was like transformers, bleh, this, well, this is what we got. We got Michael Bay. We got, uh, this, and yep. this is the transformers I content that. I get. Yeah. And I would always I say, say that. I, I would always say that's not fair because that, you, that transformers universe is so deep and so rich and it should not be the surface level of Transformers that you're getting. It's not wrong to want more out of that. Uh, and you guys were just, you were trapped in that Michael Bay hellhole for like so long. Because we were long. getting it. We were getting yeah. it. We were getting something. You were, you were getting something. And I get that, right? Because I was, I was the same kid. I was so starved for any kind of comic book content. Like, I was renting... 90s Captain America movies from Blockbuster multiple times because I didn't think I was going to see a real Captain America movie at a theater. It's like, no, this isn't going to exist, you know. Um, so I, I, I'm just saying I understand that, but it's not wrong to want to want more, to want better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 even even for us Marvel fans, like we feel like. Uh, you know, what they give us is so much and it's so rich and it's so detailed and it's so good, but I feel like we're constantly asking them to push that bar further to improve and enhance storytelling, do bolder things, make bolder choices. And I, I feel like they do that. So we sit here and we're like, yay. Sometimes <laughs> it falls flat. Sometimes it does. Yes. But I and that's okay. Because of lack of effort. Right. At all. <laughs> right. Like, Eternals was not the greatest thing in the world. You know, beautiful movie to look at. Just absolutely beautiful. But I appreciated that they were trying to push the boundaries of their typical formula and, and mode of storytelling. And I think I want, like, Moon Knight is on the cusp of doing that. But I think I want these Marvel shows to start taking it a bit further. I mean, man, WandaVision and Loki were light years beyond anything I expected. Yeah. That was deep. I mean, when you when you start to tear up at a Marvel show, 
because Vishon yeah. said some crazy stuff. Not you know, Vishon. What is love but grief? No, what is grief but love? but love persevering. Oh, God. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful stuff, man. Emotional. It is. It's emotional. But anyway, she right. don't get them kids. Oh, yeah, she is. Uh, any other thoughts about Star Wars Visions and kind of what you're hoping to see them tie a little bit more into? I'm hoping they get away from everything being Jedi related, even though that's all the Jedi stuff they've done is so cool. But now I want this anime series to start pushing the boundaries of like, that's a great point, man. I didn't, I hadn't really even thought about what I wanted from this one, but I think that is a good point. You know, there's a lot of other factions and classes and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we could get into some crazy stuff, but man, just, just let my mind go. I mean, we could get into things like the, the gangs, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Maybe some other religious stuff that, that goes on in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I want another Mace Windu short like we did in that oh. first Clone Wars. Oh, yes. I mean, that. <laughs> first of all, if you guys haven't seen that, that Mace Windu uh, Clone Wars animated uh, by Darren. I don't can't ever say his name. Jindy uh, Tartakovsky. Jindy. Jindy Tartakovsky. Yeah. Uh, that Mace Windu is crazy. He just had one little episode, like 12 minutes long, <laughs> just showcased all the Jedi powers he possibly could. It was great. It's like it eight great. minutes of hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Oh, gosh. So good. All right. Any other expectations you're kind of looking for i'm also hoping for a mandalorian thing too yeah that'd be cool yeah <laughs> that'd be cool i'd like that mm. ah mine is spinning that would be awesome give it to me <laughs> we'll see what they do um all right so uh, let's go to our next bit uh over the weekend i have been here actually for the past i feel like maybe a week or two weeks I've heard nothing but insane buzz for mm. this movie. Mm -hmm. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I can't believe you got out and saw that. Let me tell you what I had to do, Dude. right? It was uh, it was a Saturday night. My wife was deciding she was going to bed early. I... Dun, 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 dun. Right. <laughs> I hopped on Fandango real quick and saw that my new favorite theater has... Uh, had a showing at 10.30. I was dead tired, but I was like, I think I can squeeze out to go... I can I can squeeze yeah. out to go see this movie. Um, And all I knew about this going into it is uh, it's got Michelle Yeoh. Uh, she's... <laughs> it's like part, like, kung fu action epic but it's also a multiversal movie i've heard tons of people saying this is the best multiverse movie that they've ever seen uh which you know dr strange comes out in a month so are we really saying that but anyway uh and i just heard nothing but just like this movie is it, it changes cinema forever um yeah that's what they're and, saying i couldn't yeah. believe it 
Yeah. Um, I will say it's it's damn good. It's damn good. You know what really got me to see it though? This I I'm ashamed to admit this, but the thing that really put this back on my radar and made made it be like a uh oh man I I think I really need to see this now. It wasn't even all the reviews, which like I said have been overwhelmingly positive. Um, <laughs> okay, who's it one? was yes. Ah! <laughs> His little featurette that he did? Yes. Yes. I was like, I was like, Kwan, is that short round? Yeah. <laughs> Yo! Oh, man. That's awesome. Because I thought the same damn thing. <laughs> Why does this man sound exactly the same as Jeez. he did when he was a child? Like his voice. You'll hear it. Yeah. You'll hear Miss Indy. Yes. He's also incredible. Man. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad for him. That's awesome. Yeah. Um he is He is great. Michelle Yeoh is great. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Is not only great, almost unrecognizable, but also had a couple of the scenes that made me laugh the hardest that I've laughed in a movie theater wow. in forever. I don't want to say anything about this movie, okay? Because you should not go into it with any expectations as far as spoilers go. There is... I, I don't care what you expect. It's, <clears throat> you're not... It, 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 you're not going to see what happens in this movie coming. Hmm. Because it's going to start doing stuff, and you're like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> I got to go see it. And that's not a bad thing. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Um, The one criticism, crit- criticism I will say, and I don't know if this is just uh, because I saw it so late and I was already deadbeat tired going into the day, um, but it, it the third act drags a little bit, and... I started feeling it more because I started getting like really sleepy and having like the dancing head. Um, so the runtime feels a little longer towards the end, but it's uh, man, what what else can I say? It's it is a I I don't even know if I can qualify it as a purely cinematic experience because I could see myself having just as much fun with this movie at home. Mm. Um, okay. It's not the type of movie that's going to be like showcased on a bunch of IMAX screens. But I, I don't, I mean, I really don't think it matters how you watch this movie. I think you have to go see it when you get an opportunity to, when it comes to streaming, when it comes to theaters, however way you're able to watch it. I think everybody has to watch it. And um, I feel the way about this that I sort of feel about Mitchells versus the Machines. In that... And just change the game up. Um, I won't say it changed the game up as much as Mitchells versus the Machines helped do for animation. And really, I can only attribute some of that Mitchells versus the Machines success to what they also already did with Spider-Verse. 
Um, but you do leave feeling like this is something important. Um, you know, it's a uniquely Asian American story, but it's framed in such a way to just make it so incredibly interesting. There are very large parts of the movie. You have no idea what's happening, Mm, but it's, it's, it's fun to kind of be on that ride. I, (laughs) this is me just trying to process. I'm like word salading. (laughs) I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to tell you to go see it without giving out anything about it. Um, yeah. Who else is in it? James Hong is in it. Uh, he's, he's pretty great. There is, man, Mm. Yeah, and Jenny Slate in it too. Jenny Slate is in. Oh my God, Jenny Slate! Really? (sighs) Not anything specific that she did, but she has a scene that's so laugh out loud funny. Um, (laughs) just thinking about it right now, I want to go find that clip of that of her scene on YouTube and just. I was in tears at a, at that scene in the movie. It is what? so stupid funny. It makes no sense. <laughs> um yeah, I can't I can't say anything else. The other things I would say that I noticed at the end of this movie is the movie was produced by the Russos. Um it was directed by Daniels who I think he's done a few kind of interesting movies like this. Like, um, what was it? The Swiss Army Man. I think he did that one. I never saw that either. Yeah. Um, That was the one with, like, I think that was with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. It was like a a body that was farting. Uh, And it, like, talked through farting or something like that. (laughs) Uh, What? (laughs) Right. What? <laughs> um, and just oh, the casting for this movie: Sarah Halle Finn, who does all the Marvel casting. I saw her oh, okay. credit pop up, and I was like, "Yes, okay." I just, I mean, I I don't know if there is a goat of casting directors, but she's got to be she has on to that be list. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I like I, I feel like her name has become more prominent in projects where it's just like, man, we need somebody to find a, a good cast for our movie. Let's go Sarah Hallie Finn. She she's got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um Yeah, man. You All you right. should check this out. You should check it out. Well, I'll be away uh, tomorrow. Maybe I'll sneak away and go see it after work. Yeah, get block out a good two to three hours. Okay. Go check this thing out. Um, what a let's go to our next topic. <laughs> I know that wasn't much of a review, by the way. Video game windscreen. Let's video just game. Go, oh. Get that out of the way. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's all I can say. <laughs> um. All right, let's go to our our last bit, and then we'll go to our final topic. So uh, we also got news of a Discovery merger uh, being completed with DC movies. Uh, Or 
with Warner Brothers, I'm sorry. And this affects DC movies in that um, the new heads of Warner Brothers Discovery or Warner Discovery is thinking that they want to try to relaunch and revitalize this uh, DC universe um, because they feel like certain projects and certain characters have been left to languish, such as Superman, which I've been saying for the longest time. Like, please, you have Superman. You don't have to over-rely on Batman. And I think there was even a comment that there is a heavier or an over-reliance on Batman characters and Batman universe. So, I think think that is first of all. Um, it's that it's honestly it's the easiest explanation out of everything. Uh, it's the thing that has worked. It is the thing that has made the most money. How many Batman movies flop? None. Um, what Batman and Robin? I don't know what it did, but that was just. I mean, you, you see my point, uh, but as, uh, yeah, right. As a whole, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and that movie may have did lower than expect expectations. I don't think it flopped, but even that movie, like once they saw that it was trending down, they were like, "Ah, scrap it, b- reboot the universe. We're not doing this again. We're gonna find, you know, and we'll come back to it when we know what we're doing again." And then they, you know, Batman begins it. So. Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely an over-reliance on Batman. Yeah. And nothing from Superman. We haven't even got a sequel. Yeah. I, I hope. Steel, which is so weird. That's so weird. I hope they bring back Henry Cavill as Superman. That needs to be their top priority. Now, I don't know if we're still expanding on this whole Zack Snyder's universe type deal. Stop. That's. But I feel like Henry Cavill Superman deserves like a real shot at being the iconic Superman, you know? Um, I saw I mean, in both versions. How been, though? I mean, how, how do we do that? How do we make that a franchise around him? He's getting older now. How old is Not he too old. Robert Downey Jr. did Iron Man in his 50s. We'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, you're right. How old is Chris Hemsworth? How old is Chris Hemsworth? 40s. You're right. And keep it going. Right. Keep it going. Chris Hemsworth is huge, yeah. <laughs> literally huge. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll be fine. Um, yeah, man, I don't. Uh, they they definitely they there's a giant cast of DC characters that they could be pulling from, and I hope that these this new management, this new vision recognizes that and sees that man we can really do something with all of this there should be a green lantern script or a movie oh. script on the table tomorrow ready to roll <laughs> right and a superman story that's not an origin ready to roll exactly because i think at the end of the day like we have marvel fans we have dc fans but i think we want all these movies to succeed right i mean do we you have to shut this stuff down like that's coming out and completely rework it? No. No? Not necessarily. Do you adapt they've the already, future to what we've already got? They've already established the multiverse. 
DC is actually more flexible than Marvel. They can do whatever they want. They're not. They don't have to worry about everything they do having to be tied into their universe or whatever the central universe they make is going to be. Don't they? actually. Why? Why don't they? Why not? Um, because uh, they've already got their audience used to the fact that you know we know Joker doesn't exist in whatever universe the Batman is happening in. We know Robert Pattinson's Batman is, is an offshoot thing. So they really uh, kind of broke the rules in favor of themselves to be wider and not necessarily connected, but yeah. known. I mean, everybody knows that it's not connected necessarily. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's going to be weird because I think there's a real possibility that they could have two competing Batmans think so uh, pretty soon. If they have like a central universe of DC characters and then they've got Robert Pattinson's Batman movies over here and they're like, well, why isn't his Batman in the movies with this Justice League? No, we have to have a separate Batman for this universe and then that Batman. I didn't like that when I first heard it. I mean, we talked about that and even the casting of Robert Pattinson and I wasn't for it. I'm like, oh, that they're not even going to do like a whole thing with them. Then why even bother? But it really did work out and I'm looking forward to seeing more Pattinson in there too. Right. And I think that's okay if you have a story that's strong yeah. enough for it. But then if you start doing movies, the quality of Morbius, then you've got a way bigger problem because nobody wants to see anything that you're doing over here. Just bring us the ones that we like. And then that kills innovation, that kills new characters, that kills all of the different new exciting stuff that you want to do. Like the reason Marvel's able to come out and do Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight and She-Hulk and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, is because they've built up this loyalty and this trust with the core audience that carries over uh, across franchises. But core audience, doesn't that sometimes get in the way of itself? What I'm asking that, about is things like the Snyderverse, mm-hmm. where, I, granted, the, the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League was far better than what we got originally. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like it kind of steps on itself sometimes when you have these uh, fans pining for what they want, and they don't always get it when they want it. And then we have things like what happened at the Oscars, where... Where the Flash entering the Speed Force is ha- somehow a more cheerable moment than Avengers assembling an Endgame. I would not call the Snyder verse or the whatever those. I wouldn't call those fans the core fans, um, because yeah, like they still show up for all his projects, but mm. they're not showing up for other DC projects. And if you, I would be willing to guess that the majority of you know your your casual audience is just kind of tired of seeing the drab dreary like kind of version of that justice league uh because the numbers don't reflect that when you see them performing at the box office now you've got aquaman's movie made a billion dollars but it's bright and happy and fun uh and i'm not saying that's the yeah i'm not saying that's the way that you have to go but, uh, you know, clearly there is an audience for DC films that does not need Zack Snyder's influence to determine how they are successful okay. and how they move forward. Okay. 
just a thought there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I uh, am excited for the focus on new characters, uh, especially Superman, who's, you know, Superman does not feel like the icon he should be. No, no, that pinnacle <laughs> superhero. Yeah, like everybody looks to Captain America right now as like the oh the ultimate boy gooder. And I look, I'm a Captain America stan. I love him to death. But even I recognize like Superman is a greater symbol than Captain America mm-hmm. for a lot more people. So I don't know. We'll see uh, if they hold up or what their new vision is. I have no idea. It could be way worse. <laughs> we just it don't could. know. It could. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how you get worse yeah. than Superman versus Batman, but or Batman versus Superman, but okay. okay. That movie is a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's go to our final topic here, and then we'll let you guys go. Uh, so this was a question that we were kind of deliberating. It's actually kind of similar to what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. but um, Steve, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What? Is it, or how is it, what would you consider when fandom goes too far? Or what is a fandom taking things too far? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we've seen the positive outcome, right? We've seen, like we talked about earlier with Sonic. Yeah. Like that fandom made a change for the better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I, th- I think we just talked about what happens when it goes bad too, or when it's more, uh, it, it, I don't want to sound younger than what I am, but using the word toxic, when that fandom <laughs> becomes toxic and it's like, uh, uh, again, we get people voting for Oscar nods for something that is obviously not better yeah. just because they're, you know, they're fans and they've organized to do so. It kind of cuts, it kind of cuts those that, those just fans of movies that's what they were that's who they were asking just fans of movies they weren't asking Zack Snyder's fans yeah in particular they were asking everyone and they kind of take that and run with it you know we've seen that with uh movie reviews as well on those meta sites like uh, Rotten Tomatoes where they just get destroyed by whatever group or whatever fandom it doesn't agree yeah yeah, that takes I, it too far. That's where it goes too far. That's where it goes yeah. too far. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, you know, you've got the people that do the the gatekeeping, where oh, you're not a true fan unless you do this, or you're not a true oh. fan unless you do that. Um, where and have those you same... seen that recently? Because I I I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I hate to keep bringing it back to this, but you know, the Snyderverse stuff, like. Yeah. There are people that are actively boycotting Robert Pattinson's The Batman because it's not Ben Affleck's Batman. And you're wrong for liking Robert Pattinson's Batman (laughs) because Ben Affleck's Batman never got a real shot. And that, I mean, first of all, that's so self-defeating. Like, you know... Do you think Ben Affleck, look at Ben Affleck right now. Do you think Ben Affleck really is super excited to go put on a Batman suit and film an entire Batman movie right now? 
Nah, I think he's okay. And with, they do uh, it year after year after year. Right, right. Beyond one appearance. I think he's okay with not doing that anymore. Um, And, you know, we've got a new Batman story that is pretty neat, exciting, and, you know, really opens up some great storytelling potential. Yeah. And you're just going to completely cut yourself off and others off in the fandom from seeing it because you don't like the guy that's portraying Batman. Like, I, I don't and know. That no just feels reason, wrong. He did a great job. He did a great job. Uh, so it's just, you know, that just feels not fair. And then obviously, well, not even we because know, of the guy that's playing him more because you feel like the Snyder verse or that you, you, your loyalty is to Zack Snyder, not even necessarily those characters yeah. that you, that you were supposed to love. That's in my opinion. Yeah, no, I also take umbrage with calling it a Snyderverse when it, these aren't characters he created. These aren't characters that he, you know, owns outright. Like, I, I could see you call it a Snyderverse if it's, like, his original characters. If the if you were campaigning for a Sucker Punch universe, I'd be like, yeah, knock yourself out. But these are DC characters, okay? And I get, we call it the Snyderverse because... Most of this, or most of what we've gotten in recent years is from his vision. But, like, you know, we got to find a different way to refer to this one. Because deeming it the entire universe dependent on one man's idea of what it should be. Um, you know, we don't call it, we don't call the MCU the Feige-verse. And that's entirely all dependent and reliant on Kevin Feige's vision. At the end of the day, the buck stops here. But we're not sitting here campaigning. Oh, it's the Feige verse. Right. Long live the Feige verse. Not happening. No. Um, you know we don't we don't sit here and look at Star Wars and say, oh, the George Lucas verse versus the Kathleen Kennedy verse. Like well. once we start. <laughs> <laughs> There comes that old hater, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he popped his head up. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm a toxic fan. <laughs> I love how you disparage toxic fans, and then you come out. That was some big time Rick James energy. He's like, man, I hate them toxic fans. They trash. They they ruin every project. Yeah. I'm so yeah, I'm a toxic fan. fan. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy films. You know that's going to be some kids trilogy in 20 years. Yeah, it, it is. Okay. Are you about to drop us with a not my Star Wars right now? Uh, nah, nah, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> what's funny is I, I, I like some things there. I like some things. You know, mm-hmm. with George Lucas, uh, there's some things I don't like. So, you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah. You know, the one thing I would ask is, hey, Star Wars, you could go back in and do right by Finn because there was a story that was going to be told there. 
and you guys there didn't was finish a it. Great story there. But I'm not going to sit here. Can, and... can we talk about <laughs> Kylo saying, "That's my lightsaber," and him saying, "Come get it." What are we yeah. doing? What <laughs> happened? Where did we go after that? Why? Oh God, stop! Yeah, it's gonna make me rant for 45 minutes. I just don't get it, man. I was there. I saw you? what was happening. Yeah. And I even watched the re- man. I even rewatched <laughs> the trailers last week for The Force Awakens, and they did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be bigger. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. But I mean, here's the thing: I'm also not holding on to one piece of Star Wars and saying this is the best piece of Star Wars, and if it's not this thing, then I don't want it. I'm saying, give me more ideas, give me everything mm-hmm. you've got, and I'm not offended by by things that I didn't ask for. So, that's my... I mean, and that's the sign of when things are really successful, when you start getting things you didn't ask for, you didn't even know that you want it. Mm. You were like, oh, give me this. Give me more of this yeah. now. Just so. no more Boba Fett. Can we just... <laughs> Scar that bad, huh? I mean, it wasn't that bad until you tore it apart and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> you I'll tell you what though you didn't really even t- tear it apart you were just like yeah but I didn't. look at this you're like yeah but look at this look at this thing <laughs> <laughs> I mean rationality and facts <laughs> a, a show can't just go and be a different show for two episodes and expect like Four of your six episodes cannot be devoted to your central theme and concept and just be like, yeah, this is a great show for this character that was supposed to be a highlight of things for them. (laughs) That's how that works. That's how that works. Like, I could care less. I could care less about the biker kids or the spin move. Uh, You know what I care about? My show turning into a different show for two episodes. You know who else did that? Stranger Things season two, and boy, did they hear it! (laughs) Just just dig the knife deeper. (laughs) (laughs) They did do that, they did like, uh, yeah, and it was uh, not a super fun time. You're like, I would say. So it's the reverse Stranger Things, right? With Stranger Things, they left for two episodes, and you're like, oh my god, why am I watching this? Please stop. And with Boba Fett, it was worse. It was, why am I watching this show? Then for two episodes, this is amazing. I love this. This is great. (laughs) Is that Luke? Whoa! (laughs) Is that Luke and Ahsoka? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Finale episode, back to Boba Fett. (laughs) The main thing that I tuned in to watch. (laughs) And it's disappointing when he has to go back. (laughs) Right. Guess we're back to watching this show I signed up to watch and asked for. (laughs) 
and really, really wanted. Right. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. So, yeah. Uh, back to our central theme of toxic fandom, which hopefully we didn't descend into just now. <laughs> um, we welcome other ideas. So, yeah, it's important to welcome other ideas because sometimes, you know, it leads to better storytelling. And I think that's that's it at the end of the day, right? Like, that's the whole point of being a fan. You're excited about these characters, these stories, whatever you're following, uh, storylines, you know, character progression, things like that. You want to see it become something even better. You want to see how these, some of the stuff connects, if they do connect to anything. Mm-hmm. Um you know i'm not just being like i want to see what this guy thinks he you know his version of superman is the penultimate version of superman there could be no conflicting opinion of how superman would be (laughs) it's too restrictive that's too restrictive a way to live your entire life yeah yeah i agree with that i don't know Anyway, uh, anything you want to say to wrap that whole subject up? No, man. I think I made my point. Um, it just gets scary when you can't accept anything that's not exactly what you deem to be a fan of. Yeah. You are not wrong. All right, guys. Well, that will wrap up today's episode. Of the Nerd Smash Talk cast. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it helps that we're doing it on a different day. It just feels weird this week, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Just weird. Um, (laughs) You remember us talking about that with Wonder Woman? How we knew somebody was about to die. about to catch that sword <laughs> is that an electric piano <laughs> what, is, what instrument is that uh, you're about to be murdered in s- slow motion <laughs> she was the same with Batman it's the same with Batman but the Batman is the, the Batman themes is like <laughs> It, it more like sneaks up on you. You're sitting there. You're like, wait, is Batman here? Vengeance is about to punch someone in the face. You know what? We don't get that with Marvel movies. I think that's strictly a DC thing. It's like, oh, oh our, no, you gotta. <laughs> the Marvel movies are too busy, like doing <laughs> '80s hair metal themes, and uh... right. What? <laughs> Why does that fit? Uh, Thor. It absolutely fits. It yes, fit. Guns and Roses. Like, what is happening? Freaking! What was it? Uh, Leonard Skinner or something like that? Who did? Um, 
Oh, the immigrant song for La- for La- Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you think Zeppelin doesn't fit Thor? Yeah, it definitely does. Definitely yeah. Does. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, guys, like I said, that is our show for this week. If you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on whatever avenue you are listening to us through. Uh, we also have some social medias, like a Facebook page, the Nerd Smash Talkcast. Please look for us there. Steve, where else can they find us? Where can they find you? You're going to sm- find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter, at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you're going to find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter, at LT the Fifth. That's at LT the Fifth. T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. <laughs> there. And uh, we also have an email account, nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com, where you can send us your questions, and we'll Let's talk about it. it. Might, even, might even make it into our final segment of the show. We should get, but, we should, you know what we should do, now that all what? the restrictions are off, we should do like a, a movie night with our fans that want to, or our listeners that want to come out and watch a movie with us. That'd be awesome. You know what I found? The, my new favorite movie theater? Uh, let's you rent a movie theater for a hundred dollars for two hours. Nice. Any nice. any titles that you want? Whatever. Uh, I don't know about the Do whole movie like projection certain... stuff. Mm. But they said you could hook your video game up to the movie theater screen and. Oh. Okay. So I assume you'd be able to also watch a movie. Or record a podcast. In a movie theater. That'd be yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> Something in the in way. The way. <laughs> way to tie it back in at the end here. <laughs> I was oh, waiting. Look. This whole whole podcast, I've been waiting for you to come in. Something in the way. In the way. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect encapsulation. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, guys, that is our show. We will talk to you next week. And we've got a very special episode next week, I think. Is that next oh, week? Is that next week? Oh, man. Oh, it is, is it? It is. Ugh. Oh, boy. Uh, Go on and tell them. Just a heads up, we might be doing our first explicit episode as a precursor for our uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to know how to movie. act. Uh, I don't know how to tell you to act. I just know that we have a <laughs> guest coming on mm-hmm. uh, who is probably going to be a little more antagonistic than the guests that we normally have on. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we're going to do something a little different. Yeah, I'm looking little, forward to that. Man. Yeah, I wonder, I, I wonder if he's going to be doing any drinking. If he's doing any drinking, it might get really hairy. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of edits. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see what I edit. You know, yeah. if I put the explicit up front, that means I... Nerd Smash Talkcast after dark? No, I don't want... <laughs> nah, not that. <laughs> Nerd Smash Talkcast nights. Nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll see. All right, guys. As always, we'll talk to you later. Holla, holla, holla. Holla. Holla, 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 holla. Something in the way. Who?